Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. friends, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by The Adventure Challenge. The Adventure Challenge is a book full of adventure ideas for the entire family. Each idea is covered up with scratcher material, so you start by letting one of the kids scratch it all off to reveal what everyone will be doing for that adventure. Once the adventure is complete, there's space right there in the book to write about your experience and a spot for a photo as well. So the adventure book becomes a keepsake once you've completed it. The Adventure Challenge is a fun, unique way to get families playing together. Visit theadventurechallenge.com and use promo code KIDSTORIES for a great discount. Now on to some shout-outs. Listen to this. Ronnie and Allison from Orange County, California, made some goofballs. They listened to the recipe from the episode, and they made some real actual goofballs, and they ate them, and they looked delicious. Ronnie and Allison, that is so cool that you made goofballs. I think if you were characters in the valley, you'd have your own goofball shop, but some of them would give you powers, like super speed goofballs and invisibility goofballs. Thanks for listening, you two. Elodie and Ingrid from Sydney, Australia, sent along some awesome drawings. I think if you two were characters on the podcast, you'd be like the Dropkick Sisters, but people would call you the Hi-Ya Sisters, and you'd protect the animals of your island from awful poachers. Thanks for listening, you two. And we have Cormac, who created a real battle scene with a model castle and some gloops he made out of gelatin. That's amazing, Cornstarch! Thanks for sharing pictures of your gloop battle. If you were a character in our stories, I think you would be a gloop farmer, and you would teach all your gloops to be good guys. Thanks for listening, Cornstarch. And Asher and Astrid Bell from Houston, Texas, have been enjoying the stories lately. I think if Asher and Astrid were characters in the podcast, they would be moon ninjas, who gain special powers when battling in the light of the moon. Thanks for listening, Asher and Astrid. Now on to today's episode. It is titled, Howl at the Moon, and I hope you like it. It was another sunny day at the Academy. 
Some students were in classes learning spells and potions and magic. Other students were outside practicing their archery and ninja skills. Professor Pilsen packed an adventure bag for himself. He was preparing for a supply run into the dark forest. The different classes of the academy used many different rare ingredients and magical things. The potions classes especially kept hundreds of different ingredients in their supply closet. When these supplies ran low, some members of the academy ended up going on a supply run to find more. Lately, the academy's supplies had completely run out of some important things. There were no more green-spotted mushrooms, no black moonflowers, no shark spider web, and they had just used the last of the rainbow snake scales. No one from the academy ever went out on a mission alone, not even Professor Pilsen. For this mission, he chose siblings Mallory and Calvin to accompany him to the dark forest. Those two were waiting outside the academy with their adventure bags. What do you think we'll see in the dark forest? asked Calvin. Think we'll see some cave trolls or something? I doubt it, said Mallory. The dark forest is full of dangerous stuff, but sometimes nothing happens on these trips, so don't get your hopes up that it'll be some unforgettable epic mission. Yeah, well, we'll see, said Calvin. Academy students loved being selected to go on missions, especially missions to fantastic, mysterious places like the Dark Forest. Professor Pilsen finally walked out the front door with his adventure bag. Ready to go, Professor? asked Mallory. Yes. Let us move quickly so we can make camp before the sun sets, Pilsen said. The three adventurers walked east to the Dark Forest. They did not stop to rest or eat. They kept walking until they reached the border of the dark forest. We will camp out here for the night. Tomorrow morning we will enter the forest to find our ingredients. We may sleep overnight in the forest if we need to, said Pilsen. Mallory and Calvin gave each other a look. They had been here before, but they had never slept overnight inside the dark forest. They didn't know anyone else who had either. They got a good night's sleep there just outside the dark forest, and early the next morning they began their search. Finding rare items in the dark forest was difficult. One had to look closely and investigate among the trees to find what they were looking for while also keeping an eye out for danger. Professor Pilsen, Calvin, and Mallory searched among the huge black trees of the forest for the items on their list. For hours and hours they peeked under bushes and climbed trees and cleared away brush. By dinner time, they had only found one thing on their list, the green-spotted mushrooms. Well, it looks like we'll be setting up camp here in the dark forest, said Professor Pilsen. Tomorrow morning, we'll go deeper in the forest to find the rest of the things on our list. They set up their tents and built a small fire. They heated up some food and laid down to sleep for the night. Much later, in the middle of the night, noises woke them from their slumber. Calvin and Mallory both heard howling so loud it felt like it was coming from right next to their tent. It was common to hear wolves howling when camping, but these howls were... different. Calvin and Mallory thought that perhaps these were not the wolves they were used to out in the valley. Most wolves never approached people. They both emerged from their tent to see Professor Pilsen looking off into the forest. 
The kids looked to where he was looking, but it was too dark and they saw nothing. What's out there, Professor? asked Calvin. Nothing good, said Pilsen. Prepare yourselves for a fight. Mallory and Calvin trained at the academy nearly every day. They were ready for anything. Mallory revealed a wand and pointed it at the ashes of their campfire. A small flame shot from her wand and it lit the campfire. It instantly burned bright and hot. Their entire campsite was illuminated by the fire. Calvin raced in circles around their campsite using his super speed. He sped from tree to tree, looking out into the darkness, trying to see what was coming. The howling grew louder and louder and was coming from all around them. Mallory and Calvin stood near Professor Pilsen now. Not much was known of Professor Pilsen. He wasn't much of a talker, but everyone knew he was one of the most powerful people in the valley. Mallory and Calvin peered out into the blackness of the forest, trying to see the howling wolves. Mallory pointed her wand at the campfire, making it brighter and brighter. As the light shone through the forest, the creatures appeared. All around them crept large, hairy beasts. They were twice the size of an adult human, and they walked on their back two legs. Their eyes and claws glinted in the light of the campfire. They growled gently and showed their teeth. These were no regular wolves. Calvin looked to Mallory. Werewolves? he said in a whisper of disbelief. Just then, Professor Pilsen whipped his head back, looked up to the moon, and howled. Pilsen howled so loudly that the leaves of nearby trees trembled on their branches. The beasts, closing in on them, stopped and took a step back. Mallory and Calvin watched as Pilsen began to grow taller and bigger. The jacket of his black suit ripped, revealing a huge, hairy torso. Pilsen turned to Calvin and Mallory, and instead of his face, there was the head of a werewolf. Long fangs stuck out from his muzzle. His eyes glowed green. For a split second, Mallory and Calvin wondered what side Professor Pilsen was on now. Had his transformation into a huge werewolf sent his mind into a frenzy? Was he going to attack them along with these other werewolves? Those questions were answered as the other werewolves rushed in at them. Pilsen swiped at them with his massive claws, and some were knocked through the air and smashed into the trees. Mallory thrust her hands out in front of her, and magical blasts exploded into the rushing werewolves, knocking them back. Calvin ran so fast he was just a blur. He zoomed among the attacking werewolves, cracking each one on the head as he passed. Pilsen roared in anger. He swiped at the attacking werewolves with his massive claws and kicked at them with his powerful feet. The three heroes fought bravely, but they were outnumbered. More werewolves emerged from the darkness of the forest. There were twenty werewolves now fighting the Professor and Mallory and Calvin. Soon Calvin was out of breath, and Mallory's magic was weakening. Pilsen was still raging in battle, but there were too many other werewolves. They were everywhere. The werewolves all piled on top of Pilsen, clawing and grabbing at him. With one powerful burst of energy, Pilsen blasted up into the air. The werewolves attacking him were launched in all directions. They stumbled and limped away into the darkness. Pilsen panted heavily. He was completely out of breath, and his energy was drained. It had been so long since he morphed into his werewolf form, and he was exhausted. 
Pilsen looked around to find Calvin and Mallory. But they were gone. He spun his head around in all directions. He leaped behind the tents. He ran out into the forest, but he couldn't find the kids. Pilsen began to try and track the werewolves by their paw prints and their scent. But the tracks were everywhere and messed up from the battle. And the scent of werewolves was everywhere. It would be impossible to track them with so many different scents in the air. Pilsen had never lost a student on a mission before. He was angry and sad and scared, and he lifted his head to the moon again and howled so loud it was heard for miles and miles in all directions. Far south of the dark forest, someone heard Pilsen's howl. Old Witch Tubes stepped into her backyard to calm her animals down. They were frantic and excited because of all the howling. And now Old Witch Tubes heard Pilsen's final howl, and she knew something strange was afoot. She grabbed her adventure bag and climbed on Henderson, her fastest horse, and they raced to the dark forest to investigate. The end. Thanks for listening, everyone. Now for some awesome shout-outs. Gypsy Bird from Arkansas submitted a drawing of Momo battling a gloop, and it's way cool. Thanks for that, Gogo. You're awesome. Maya from New Zealand drew a picture of Stella throwing a cat to Clover, and it is such a good drawing. Great job, Maya. You're awesome. Mira from Willow Grove, Pennsylvania drew a fantastic gloop. Great job, Mira. You're awesome. Ruby has submitted many drawings. Ruby, you're a fantastic artist, and I'm glad you and Aiden enjoy the stories. You two are awesome. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. There are more awesome stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. Send all your drawings and whatevers to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.